a better class of radio station. All Flavors Radio. Streaming live. You're listening to allflavorsradio.com. You have to be odd to be number one. If you're going to be a statistic, be in the 1%. The minority that do believe, the minority that do achieve. They say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I say someone has to be setting the standard. Statistics will tell you it's impossible to make it. Only a fraction succeed in life. Huge failure rate. Statistics will say only a very small percentage make it in business. A smaller percentage have their ideal body. Even less have their ideal income. But it doesn't matter what statistics say, what do you say? Does your mindset tell you if 99% fail, the odds are against you? Or does your mindset see opportunity? Does your mindset see the remaining 1% that makes up the 100? Are you the 1%? Does your mindset know that you have something uniquely special inside of you and you can have, be, and do whatever you want in life? The greats don't care about statistics. They only care for one thing. One thing that's much bigger than statistics. What can I do? What can I do? The successful know anything is possible. They understand there are no limits except those you create in your own mind. The greats know their desire to succeed is much greater than their fear of statistics. Much greater than their fear of failure. Successful human beings know with absolute certainty that their heart, passion, determination, desire, and relentlessness will always see them reach the top in the end. They know there may be failures and setbacks along the way, but their desire to reach their goals will always be greater than any setback. They don't quit after setbacks or failures. They work harder. They learn lessons. They grow their character during the hard times. Statistics don't mean jack to those with belief. Don't be a statistic. Find your purpose. Do whatever it takes to succeed. Regardless of setbacks, regardless of what the statistics tell you or think of you, the only thing that matters is your opinion of yourself, your belief in yourself. The truth is, it doesn't matter what the stats say. It doesn't matter if the odds are against you. It doesn't matter if no one else believes in you. What matters? You believe in you. What matters? You know in your own heart you will make it in the end. It doesn't matter what statistics say. What do you say? Don't settle for a mediocre life just because the stats show most take the easy road. They can say what they like. Tell me it's impossible. It's never been done. I'll show them it is possible. Show them when the job is done. You have to be on to be number one. If you're going to be a statistic, be in the 1%. The minority that do believe. The minority that do achieve.
pleasant good evening. Here on the 18th of January. 2022 Sounds there of Anita Baker Taken from her compositions album Fairy Tales And on the top of the hour you heard Statistics You have to be the odd one out to be number one. By Fearless Motivation. And I agree with that. And how are you doing out there, world? How are you doing, chat room? How are you doing, tuning crew? WhatsApp crew? Facebook crew? And all of you silent listeners out there? I'm giving a big shout out to all the DJs on All Flavours Radio doing an absolutely fabuloso job it's so nice to tune in every day and hear live DJs going A shout out to Mark Philogen, <clears throat> DJ Slim, LJ Original. Saw some fantastic stuff last night. Kept us going until Cinderella had to leave the ball. Giving a big high five to George Flavors. Sour Malaysia, how y'all doing? We're just waiting for Naturally Lily to come into the studio. So just shouting out DJ Laro. Catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. And say the big high five. How you doing, Mumra? Joy McKay, how are you? As well as guest 210 from Kleiner Glassenbrook. Guest 513 from Hayes. Guest 533 from London. And guest 735 from Nuremberg. And how are you doing, Chanel Taylor? I am Wimbo77 here on the Drive Time Let's Talk Drive Time show on allflavorsradio.com. So, with, as we're waiting for naturally Lily to come into the studio, 
I'll just speak about our question for the day and that is does age difference matter in relationships now that's the question that we've been uh, throwing out there uh, this week just to see it was something that came up and that was the question that was thrown out does age difference matter in relationships and we know that we are in the year of 2022 and things are very very different compared to perhaps 10 or 15 years ago when maybe these things were called into question maybe they are still called into question I'm not too sure what are your points don't forget that you can call us on 07895 134713 that's 07895 13713 07895134713 join in on the chat let us know what you're what you think on the matter now tonight as well we have a special guest coming in um, this evening her name is Ara and she follows a movement or started a movement should we say regarding our hair in line with remembering people our African brothers who were assassinated and in solidarity with each other. So we're going to go in and find out a little bit more about Ara and why she started up this movement and why we can or how we can become a part of it because sometimes we have to start the revolution and it only takes one person to do that. As it said at the top of the hour about statistics, you have to be the odd one to be number one and it only takes one person to start a revolution. So with that in mind, let's think about our uh, facts for today. And there's so much going on in the world today, isn't there? Even as regards to this whole party at 10 Downing Street during the lockdown. Now, what are your thoughts on that one? Because again, we know when all these things are crowding out the media, there is definitely something else that is going on that they don't want us to know. And those are the things that we need to dig a little bit deeper into to find out what these things exactly are. So we have eight shocking things here that you didn't know are happening in the world right now. And one of those things is desert growth. So we know that climate change, we hear so much of that. They've introduced this ULES charge for people whose cars are of a certain age. And they're going to be introducing other charges charge per mile is something that I heard recently that they may be bringing in and getting rid of the congestion charge as well as ULEs but who knows how much that will cost charge per mile to drive your car due to the change in the climate now is that the truth are cars adding to the climate or is it big business that's a question that we sometimes need to ask ourselves but Number one in that facts, in that whole point is that climate change, they're saying that it does exist. It's melting the, the, the poles, the North and the South Pole, which we do see. And it says, imagine the effect it has on areas that are already hot and dry. So many areas of the world are expanding year after year. A clear example is the Sahara, the Sahara Desert, which has already extended 6,000 square kilometres since 1990 so that's a lot isn't it 6,000 square kilometers of desert growth just in the Sahara alone as well as us recognizing that the poles are melting so how are we adding to that I know we've spoken on this show before about how our what is our green footprint 
are we adding to that desert growth? And something that comes into that is plastic. So how much plastic do we consume? How much plastic do we buy? Uh, There was something I heard on the radio today, actually, and it was highlighting about, I think it was something like 17 elephants uh, died. And when they when they opened them up, they found pure like plastic bags and everything in their systems. That's very sad that they, they were eating. They were feeding on a dump somewhere and that they had consumed all these plastic bags and hence they deceased. Quite sad, isn't it? So number one in facts that we of things that are shocking things that are happening right now is desert growth. As well as that is decreased cancer. So although it is still a terrible disease, the cancer rate affecting the world's population has decreased by 20% in the last 20 years. It says, best of all, it's expected to continue declining in the coming years. However, um, Gal Gal sent over an article in uh, WhatsApp stating that young people, they're they're not testing these youngsters for cancer. And sadly, a lot of young people are losing their lives to cancer. And that's something that we will talk about later on in the, the coming weeks about early cancer diagnosis for young adults. Because because they, people are young, sometimes the doctors feel that, well, they're not going to fall into certain categories or certain brackets. And thus they are left, no treatment, no, not even been seen by a doctor. And by the time that they get seen, it is too late. Remember Jade Goody? We remember her. She was only 23, wasn't she, when she passed from cancer. And that's because people thought that she was too young. So that's something that we're going to look in a little bit more. I know we have spoken about um, things such as breast cancer and those things on this show before. However, really, as it says there, number two, yes, there is a decreased cancer rate. But is that amongst older people or younger people? That's something that we want to look at. And that's great that there are expected um, outcomes for declining of um, cancer patients within the next coming years. But who is it really affecting? Okay, so that's number two on facts. So deaths in stadium construction for Quetar 2022. So it says up to a thousand immigrant workers could die over the construction of stadiums needed for the World Cup in, uh, in 2020 in Quetta. Well, this is Quetta, but we're talking about 2022. He said the subject is handled with great secrecy in an attempt to keep the image of the rich Arab state. There's already an air of controversy over the country winning the World Cup bid. Now, when is the World Cup? Is it going to be in 2022 or is it in 2020? Please let me know because there's two conflicting dates there, so I'm not too sure as to when this will happen but there have been says up to a thousand immigrant workers could die over the construction of the stadiums needed for the world cup number four bees are dying off so bees are dying at an alarming rate whether it be from parasites or insecticides in 1998 there were about five million beehives in the u.s alone and today that number has decreased by about 50%. Could you imagine that? That's 2.5 million beehives um, were in the US alone, but now it's decreased by 50%. How many bees did you see in the summer? 
I know that I didn't see too many. I saw the odd one here or there. And I know that I go gleaning quite a, a lot, quite regularly actually during the summer. Yet there was not many. There were not many bees there that I could see flying against the flora and fauna. I'm not too sure about that one. But yes, bees are dying off, it says. Since 1998, it has decreased from 5 million by 50%. How do you feel about these facts, these statistics that we're hearing about desert growth, as well as decreased cancer, death in stadium construction, as well as antibiotics becoming less effective? That's quite interesting, isn't it? Now, I know that um, with this whole COVID situation that's been going on here, that antibiotics couldn't treat it. There was no point in going and getting a medication for antibiotics because yes they did not they're not as effective as i guess natural remedies when it comes to the covid situation and in fact you just had to sit it out you know you had to sit out the whole illness and try your best to get through it because antibiotics were not helping in that case and it says that new bacteria come with a vengeance and offer great resistance both in humans and animals. In the future, we will need stronger antibiotics, but they may come with more serious and harmful side effects. So that's quite amazing, isn't it? We know that antibiotics are not the best thing to have. Things such as garlic and all those things are probably more effective in the sense of antifungal or antibiotic biotic properties that they are helpful for us however it's saying we are going to need in the future stronger antibiotics and we can see that from the whole covid episode that sadly yes uh, antibiotics were not in our corner in that sense another thing that's growing facts these are these are eight facts that i'm just going through here is that modern slavery is on the gro on, on the app and we've spoken about this on our show hello naturally lily how are you doing naturally lily's just joined us here and it says the concept of modern slavery refers to when a person obtains an economic benefit as a result of depriving another of his or her individual liberty and freedom there are currently about 35 million modern slaves in the world how crazy is that? And when we think that we think back to slavery, we think of times such as the Americas when they the transatlantic slave uh, industry. Whereas even today in 2022, it highlights it that 35 million modern slaves exist in the world. That's quite shocking, isn't it? How are you doing, naturally, Lily? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does yet mean? This means I'm a bit... Flustered? Yeah. Oh, okay then. Let me just go through this list and then we'll put some music on. We'll let you regroup yourself and then we can just continue, okay? So it also says that seven... Number seven is cult and mind slavery. So again, it's to do with that modern slavery, isn't it? But it's talking about it in two different kind of ways. So it says Colton is needed for making smartphones since the material is known for its superconducting properties 
Rwanda, a small African country, and the main exporter of this material uses slavery in its coal mines. This is very similar to the concept of blood diamonds in Sierra Leone. So again, and it's young people that they have going down into these mines. So every time we upgrade our phone, that Colton mine slavery needs to be really taken into consideration because it's young people, they're not being paid enough. And like it does say, it's Colton mine slavery. And so we thought slavery was a thing of the past. I think that there are more slaves now than there ever has been. Also blood smuggling. And this was the one that got me, beautiful listeners. People smuggle blood. It says there are human farms in poor countries like India where human beings are chained and their blood is drawn to later be sold on the black market. How crazy is that? Blood smuggling. I mean, I remember um, when we think of pirates, the pirates of the Caribbean, it was like jewels and... Mm. Uh, rum or whatever it was but blood smuggling who'd have ever thought that there would be such a thing mm-hmm. so modern day slavery blood smuggling antibiotics coming less effective bees dying off deaths in stadium decreased cancer and desert growth what is our contribution are we contributing to any of these things if we do how can we stop these shocking things that we didn't know or maybe you did know are happening in the world right now so we just thought we'd give you those facts naturally Lily. yeah and no, i'm just looking through some of these things the yeah. antibiotics thing doesn't shock me okay um it's always kind of been a thing because they generally use the same antibiotics for everything yeah um the body becomes more resistant to certain types of antibiotics yeah um because they do, if you go and tell them you've got some infection or whatever, bacterial infection, they automatically go to one, two, or number three. They don't um, consider that you may have, you know, what antibiotics work best sort of thing. Mm. So that didn't shock me. Um, But the modern slavery is quite shocking. It's sad, isn't it? And that blood smuggling. Have you ever heard of that before? No. So I've heard of organ smuggling. So on the black market, people sell kidneys um, and things like that. I've heard of that, but never blood blood smuggling. And the kidney thing is usually linked to kidnaps and human trafficking and stuff like that, um, where that's what is being sold on the black market. Imagine that. Black market, Mm. blood and organs. It's yeah. quite shocking, shocking. And obviously, again, I know that it's, it is a connection with a lot of rich people mm. that this is in connection with. And there was that young boy, do you remember that they found, he, they found him wrapped up in a rug in a school? And when they found him, all of his organs were missing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And again, I guess when people pass, I don't know if they're able to, to use things like that, but... That that's what they were packing people's bodies with mm. tissue paper. This was in the States. Mm. Packing their bodies with tissue paper and stealing the organs. Yeah. This was the, the morgues that were doing this kind of thing. So it's But that's that's down to people not signing that they opt out. That wasn't yeah. them smuggling. That was because people hadn't opted out of their organs being donated, donated yeah. and family members making a big thing out of it. But actually you do have to 
opt out, you have to sign paperwork that says, I don't want my organs to be taken. Wow. Um, otherwise, once you're dead, you can be used for medical purposes. purposes. I, know, I know during the lockdown that there was something going around about donor organ, organs mm. or organ donations. Yeah. A lot of people signed up to opt out yeah. of that. And I think it's something that we've got to do like on a regular basis. Otherwise, who knows? Mm. Who knows? But do we want our organs to be donated or not? That's the next question as well, isn't it? So, but then that is done, what's the word? By... Ethically? Yeah, it's ethically because you've given them the permission yeah. to do that. Whereas blood smuggling, it sounds like... It says here that they're chained for their, chained for their blood. Yeah. And it's drawn to later be sold on the black market. So but I wonder people... if it's because in countries like India where there is this um, linked to religion when your blood is something seen as sacred that you wouldn't want to... They must not have a lot of... Um, you know, you can go to the blood, blood bank. Yeah. They must not have a lot of people that would go and donate their blood. Right. So because of these reasons, they're now... they've. But if it's been sold on the black little... market, that that's more than just... Uh, ritual that's being done if it's no being I'm sold. not saying it's ritual I'm saying okay. that because people believe I don't know if this is a belief I'm just thinking out the box mm. because people have a belief of blood being sacred yeah. they may not go and donate their blood so they wouldn't go and sit in a blood bank in a hospital because they don't want to give their blood away Okay, and then the whole fact that they may be I don't know not as many people donating their blood has pushed these blood smugglers to kidnap and chain up people and do whatever they're doing it's with them. Very interesting in the sense that, yeah, because it's smuggling and smuggling means stealing, doesn't yeah. it? And to be chained up, it just, again, gives that... There's three three forms of slavery we've just seen. Yeah. There, that modern slavery, coal and mine slavery and blood smuggling. Mm. And that's the, that is the scary part of it, I think, the fact that modern slavery and people being chained up for their organs and their blood, mm. it's quite shocking it's quite mind-numbing to think that these things are going on in such a modern day we live in modern and even more so the fact that we're being a part of it yeah which is kind of unavoidable to be fair well this uh, it's it's a scary thought so seven facts there beautiful people seven facts and they're shocking things that we didn't know i don't know you may have known that they're happening in the world right now so what part are we playing in all of this We'll see y'all in five. We'll be back after this. Well, we work so hard. Work so hard. Time to celebrate. celebrate. Let all voices raise. The bounty is great. Celebrating excellence, diligence, competence. Hooray for integrity, responsibility, accountability. Play the music, bounty time. Bounty on my mind. Bounty for the line. Make me feel the Lucia, bounty run, the spirit of Saint Lucia, 
Are you looking for the best deals on entertainment services? Well, look no further. Contact Exclusive for all your professional entertainment services such as karaoke events, DJ and sound system services, audio ads and jingles, music on CDs and USB sticks. Get your personal mixtapes, graphic designs, also radio promotions and more. That's right. Contact Exclusive at 758-520-2517 for your first class services. Satisfaction guaranteed. Rock and groove to American R&B artist Kenya Morris as she gives you a wicked reggae track, Unforgettable, on one of the most unforgettable reggae beats. Kenya Morris, truly unforgettable. Get it on iTunes. Check her on YouTube. Or do the IG thing. If you knew the love I have for you, Kenya Morris, unforgettable. This is Eminem. This your boy Kanye West. What's up? What's up? This is Jay Z. Hottest tunes. The hottest DJ. I'm all flavors radio.
How you doing out there? Sounds of Solange. I'd have been in love by now. If it wasn't for you, Tony. Solange there, Tony. And yes, all. Sorry about that. I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, should have been in love by now if it wasn't for Tony the other night. Yeah. I love the way that people write, you know. So clever. It is. So clever. It is. And what we're going to do, beautiful people, is we are going straight into a word for the day because we have a special guest coming on. And we'll go again to another musical break, a song that she's chosen, one of the songs she's chosen. And then we will get her on to speak to us live here on All Flavours Radio. And it's all about a new movement or a movement that we can find ourselves kind of get becoming a part of. So naturally, Lily, what's the word of the day? So the word of the day today is winsome. Now, have I heard this word before? both as a word and as a name. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I was thinking, I know a winsome. I know a winsome. <laughs> you know a winsome? And I've, I knew a winsome. Okay. A lady. Yeah. But I know it's a both male and female name. Oh, I didn't know that. I know a woman. I know a woman that's oh, a wait. winsome. I'm thinking of Winston. Winston's yeah, Winston. the woman. Winston is the man. Okay, I've never heard a woman named Winston before, but... No, Winston is the man and Winsome is the woman. Okay, okay. But Winsome today is a word that means pleasing or cheerful. Oh, and they were very cheerful, this Winsome that I knew. Um, The interviewers all remarked on the candidate's Winsome personality, which made her stand out among the other qualified applicants. Mm, so winsome, pleasing and cheerful. Mm. And the Winsome I knew, she was really bubbly. Really sweet and great. She was a lovely young woman. And um, yeah, so it says among fabled activists who risked their lives and transformed those of many others in the civil rights movement, Julian Bond stood out with his smooth patter, winsome charm and understated glamour. Jean Seymour, The New Republic, 1st of March 2021. So the did you know, winsome comes from an old English from old english win w-y-n-n meaning joy or pleasure which was altered in spelling to win so when you win something okay because that's a joyful occasion it's a pleasurable time yeah um that win is obsolete and is unrelated to today's win unrelated but technically invokes the emotion yeah um and it says Referring to victory and coming from Old English winning, to struggle, suffer or acquire. The adjective winning means tending to please or delight as in a winning smile or winning ways and is believed to be from the victorious win. That is so confusing. It really is. Adjective winning, a doing word again, isn't it? An adjective. Yeah. And win are... When I said that, I just it just brought me back to um, naturally. Lily had some homework to do. Oh on the goodness! Start end with her little one. Yeah. And it's like we didn't know the English language. <laughs> it really was like we didn't know the English language because for a six year old, seven year old, 
it was just shocking unacceptable Again, yeah it was too much and you know what just gonna let the the listeners in on this so green word and red word yeah that was two of the questions apparently that the box of red words it was a box of red words like it wasn't pick out the red words that you can spell it was literally from all of these red words in the box tick the ones you can spell tick the ones you'll practice but should have said that you yeah. should have said from the red words in the box tick the ones that you can do blah 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 to, it literally said pick the red words and let you know listeners red words not meaning red tomato <laughs> or a strawberry no they're actual words like was it and no like um fall all i can't remember okay. i can't remember so there, there was it was a, a interesting piece of within the english language and we are just learning like a word for the day, a word on a Tuesday, really. Winsome today is the word winsome, W I N S O M E. However, the English language and how they taught it in school, they t- I think they teach very, very different to how we when we were growing up. Yeah, and it's extremely confusing. It it, it dumbfounded us, didn't it? It did. It was one of those things where you have you as two educators, we're both <laughs> teachers, and we was questioning ourselves like, is this is this what it is yeah so we i'm putting in a a a question or a quiz into the chat room and we're looking for word that is an adjective or describing word of that word winsome or a describing word that is pleasant or cheerful all right so i've put it into the chat box so come and join us in the chat room and whoever gets this word right We'll send you over a nice little something. All right. So a nice little gift tonight. If you can fill in the blanks to complete an adjective describing someone or something that is pleasant or cheerful, it's in the text box in the chat room. So come on, join us in the chat room. And what we're going to do is we're going to play one more song for you. And we will see y'all in five. Like a moth to a flame burned by the fire Blind, can't you see my desire? That's the way love goes
How you doing, chat room? George Flavors, Chanel Taylor. John John, DJ Laro, Joy McKay, Lolita, Sunny, Mark Philogene, Sounds of Janet Jackson there. I'm saying a big high five to Joanne, Jayla. Janae. That's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. Sounds of Janet Jackson. That is the way love goes. And we have on the line, Ara, are you there? Hello? Hi, Wimbo, I am, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. We can hear you. Hi, Ara, how are you? Wimbo, I'm I'm very well, thank you. Thank you very much. How are you? Yes, yeah, we're here. We have got through the day and life is beautiful, right? Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, yes. 100%. So Ara, Ara is, uh, we played at the, well, I don't, we played that, we did actually play that at the top of the show, Black Butterfly. Did I play that one? I can't even remember. <laughs> um, but um, her inspiration was Walter Rodney and her revolution as it were is grow your own afro grow your afro here natural in memory of our African brothers who were assassinated in solidarity with each other no scissors clippers blades no obligation registration fee or kit necessary simply grow your hair so would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself please Ara yeah, sure. Why not? I, uh, you, you've got my name right already, Ara. This is start. I like to say about myself in is that I, I'm an, an, an ordinary person, an everyday person wanting to have extraordinary conversations. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I and I consider myself an advocate, like you just mentioned, of grow your grow your our hair. You know, we say it, but when it's written, it's written with a small Y yes. and a capital capital O. So in one word, we capture you yes. and me. We yes. capture all of us. So it's grow your, our hair natural. Mm, lovely. In memory, of, in memory of our African brothers who were assassinated. So I like to consider myself an advocate and a promoter for this movement, yes. And I call it a young movement because we started last year. Okay. Only last year. And and like you've already mentioned, the inspiration behind that, that movement is a title, a book by Walter Rodney. Yes. Yeah. And what really was surprising for me is not not many people that I spoke to after myself being exposed and reading the book, being exposed to the book and reading it. And my subsequently speaking to other persons about it, they hadn't heard of the book. Yeah. And they hadn't heard of, of Walter Rodney. So that struck me as somewhat. Oh. It's quite funny because when and, when we first spoke, I didn't know until you spoke to me about it. The actual book. And exactly. Yeah, the lovely thing is that it it was, it is, should I say, on YouTube. What is the name of the book, please? The book, uh, How Europe 
underdeveloped mm. Africa. Yeah. And it's quite an in-depth commentary on that very topic, looking at different, well, several several subtopics, really, from education to business to corporate to capitalism to you name it, Walter Rodney, a young in his time, young mm. Guyanese man yeah. was able to have such insight. And influence. He and had a lot of influence. As well. And mm. to compile this book. Um, and me reading it and coming across Walter Rodney for the first time, I mean, I'm, I'm from the Caribbean myself. Yeah. Yes, I was born on the, on the island of St. Lucia. Mm. And I hadn't heard of Walter Rodney until last year. Wow. Wow. So I found that... It got me questioning even more because I was already before that questioning my own education. Mm. Yes. And questioning how little I knew of my own history. Yes. Even the the history of Zanusha, you know, the history of the region, the Caribbean, what what happened young before, (laughs) if I can use that too. Mm. I love the the fact that, sorry, carry on. So I cut you. Go on. It's okay. I was going to say you t- you said you love or I have termed the last three years my reinvention, which is really beautiful. Yes. And yes. in line with what you were just saying, do you want to just continue? So I won't cut you again. That's fine. So, so having read the book, mm. it just showed me it, again how little I knew, like I was saying, about mm. our history, about our people, about struggles, you know, not just only on the Caribbean, but in in the wider world. Mm. And together with reading this book and other titles, I just felt a need again to do something, to do more. And that's that's what grew out of of my my inspiration from reading the book. And of course, already my reinvention, my journey into the reinvention of myself. I thought, how about connecting, growing an, our natural hair? Yeah. Yes, because I, I see hair as a marker of identity. A lot of people look at skin as a marker of identity, but hair as well is a huge marker of identity. Mm. And I mean, Wimbo, you know the controversy and, and, and the whole hair talk and hair and talk that's gone on yeah. in the last few years about Afro hair. Yes. We're not just the last few years, but going way consistent. back about Afro hair. Yeah. It's funny. So, we, uh-huh. we had a show um, highlighting about our hair, didn't we naturally Lily? Yeah. And um, even within the workplace, how being natural is looked down upon in schools as well that um, having natural hair is looked down upon. So it's quite interesting that you would, we can't be ourselves to a degree, right? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And 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 with the movement last year, that's, that's what we did mm. together with uh, um, remembering or recalling an African brother who was assassinated. Yeah. We weave that with growing our hair. So it's an outside symbol. I mean, people do that already naturally. Yeah. You know, there's been for some years now, for decades now, a reclaiming of our naturalness and our natural growth of hair mm. and persons doing less, the relaxer thing. So that that's already going on. Yeah. But the whole idea is to connect that mm. with the meaning 
together with each other, in solidarity with each other. We know, okay, we're growing our hair naturally, but now we're doing it, weaving in memory of an African brother who was assassinated, his life, his work, what he did, what he advocated, what he was about. Yeah. And yeah. each month, each month we did last year from January to August, we identified an an, an, an individual who was assassinated. Mm. So this January, we look at Patrice Lumumba or Patrice Lumumba. Lumumba. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. Yes. And and, um, so the whole idea was to just, again, do research, find out about Patrice Lumumba because like not many people had heard of Walter Rodney, Mm. not many people have heard of Patrice Lumumba. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and it is part of all part of our history. He died yesterday, wasn't Absolutely. it, on the seventeenth in nineteen sixty one? And um, yeah, it, again, it, what we do on this show, we do love to highlight our history and where we fit, and how we can kind of be a part of that as well. So it's really wonderful yes. that you've brought in Patrice Lumumba and highlighting. I mean, again, this is someone I've never heard of, so that's two people <laughs> within the space of one <laughs> conversation. <laughs> that you're speaking of, yes. that we can go a- away and research and see mm-hmm. how how this, your movement, I love it, you know, at, um, Afro, our, grow your, our Afro, here naturally in memory of our African brothers. So do you want to tell us a little bit about Patrice M- um, Lumumba and why we should look to him as one of our leaders? In the first few words, Patrice Lumumba was the hope of the Mm. Congolese people coming out of bondage, essentially. And he he was a young man. And of course, like other young men on Congo, Mm. he embodied what it was for his people Mm. to experience freedom in their land. Yeah. Right? I mean, if we put it in the context of of what was going on at the time, the Congo had been a colony Mm. for almost a decade as the history is written, yes? And that's of Britain, yeah, or French. No, it's French, isn't it? Uh, The French French and and Belgium. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Those those two nations. And, um, of course coming from the island of St. Lucia, Mm. I too come from a colonized background. Mm. Yes. Most of us. But not realizing that growing up on the island, that is not something that that you realize. Mm. Mm. Right? Because you 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 grow up, you go to school, go you know, do whatever you do on, on every day. Yeah. But it's not something that is in in the fore of 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 of, of your of your thinking or of your awareness mm. right mm. so my reinvention that you mentioned earlier is me coming upon information and me coming upon knowledge that while I grew up on the island I had absolutely no idea of or very little idea of or if I have an if I had an idea of it the connection wasn't so strong enough for me to literally sit down and pay attention mm. Right. And in the last few years, I was I've been able to do that. Just literally said that I suppose the lockdown did did that for a lot of people. 
that's the upside of lockdown yeah right we had a chance to just sit down and be introspective Mm. yes and i suppose i took that time to read and i and and i've always been an avid reader i suppose but then i lost my reading track and then i picked that up again and i chose of course books that are inspirational and, and books that that teach us something so back to patrice lumumba he was essentially the first um elected prime minister of the Congo coming out of, of, you know, gaining independence from Belgium. And of course he, he, he also was an individual, a person for the people, for the people of Congo. And he, he did not stand for um, compromises. He did not stand for what we can see in, 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 um, blatant terms bribes yeah. yes he 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 had a, a a vision for a complete independence of his people economically yes i mean if we read about the congo we 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 know how rich the congo is in natural elements yeah. and i was listening to you some time ago um bimbo talking about um um child child slavery and and Upgrading, upgrading our phones and, and the elements yeah. that go into making mobile phones and so on and so forth, the cobalt, you know, the, the natural minerals that's in the ground. And, and, and we know that the whole continent of Africa is mineral rich. Yes. Yeah. And Congo in the heart of Africa was just so Congo has everything, so doesn't it? mineral rich. Say yeah. that again, sorry. Congo has everything. The diamonds, Absolutely. everything that they want. Everything. And Isn't the it? people, and the people yeah. suffered. The people suffered for 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 a year, decade in, decade out. And and Patrice Lumumba represented for the people yeah. a hope of being able to live mm-hmm. on their own land and be the benefactors. Yeah, it's a bit like Mugabe, of the isn't richness it? of the land, very yeah. much like yeah. so like Mugabe he yeah. wanted exactly the same thing and that, re- that united like Africa same with who's the one that they Gaddafi that you know all these people were in line for their people but we know the western Absolutely. like you said being colonized they come and try and blind people's minds as to th- these reasons and then they'll pin something on them like as if you know demonize these brothers and then yeah, the the rest is history because we know that uh, Lumumba he was assassinated, right? For I his works, was. yeah, he sure was. He sure was. He was an agitator. He was seen as as not in the better interest of the colonizers. Mm. And so, together with all the different agencies, foreign agencies, and of course, local. When I say local, I mean Congolese um, elements as well. Mm. He, he he was killed. But the thing about an assassination. We say he was assassinated today. That's that's the date that's given, you right. know, in the history, in the writings. And if you read different different areas, you'll get different conflicting information. Yeah. But what I've what I've come to understand, the thing about an assassination, it doesn't happen in a day. No. Right. An assassination is something that is really well planned and mm. looked at for months in advance before the execution. Yep. Of action of cutting a person's life short. Yeah, yeah. And there, therein lies the significance with our hair growth, mm. not cutting our hair short. Okay. Like the lives of those 
those men were cut short. Yes. Yeah. Now that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the the movement and what it stands for, the cutting short of the life of. Yeah. And like you said, the, the, the whole movement is in memory of our African brothers who were or whose lives were cut short in solidarity totally. with each other. Yeah, so what does totally. it what does it mean like the no scissors, clippers, blades? Is that on the whole on your head are we talking about? On the face? What what exactly is it that you're highlighting there? That, that's that's quite a pertinent question. Really the hair on our head. Okay. Yes. A yeah. person's head hair. Mm. Mm. Okay. Because I don't know how, how you think about this, Bimbo, but and, and your listeners think about this, but I have come to the understanding and the, the persuasion that the head hair mm. is hugely significant on an individual, on a person. Mm. Yep. yep. Yes. And um, I mean, we all have our individual hair experiences. Yeah. Yes. And I can remember from my childhood what it was like for me growing up with my hair. And I'm sure we all have our stories to tell about our hair. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it really is a matter of personal choice. Hence the reason why we say no obligation. Yeah. You know, there's no coercion. It's a matter of choice and a matter of consciousness for the person who's going to decide I'm going to grow my hair natural. Because as much as I say, simply grow your hair, there's nothing simple about growing. No. African natural african hair there isn't we know that by experience i I remember back in the day once we was in a very precarious situation and we was in a hotel um living in a hotel at the time and i've got really thick hair now it's kind of soft it's grown long and whatnot and i took an iron to it (laughs) trying to straighten out my hair with an iron it was just it was quite distressing Mm. Like having that thick mm. head of hair because I didn't know how to embrace it mm. at the time. So it's a matter of like knowing how to embrace it and being happy to, you know, it's like it's the, the trees, isn't it? They grow up mm. and out. Mm-hmm. Like trees have afros. Mm. I, I think trees have afros, you know. So that's just the story <laughs> there. But it's just, it is a natural phenomenon for us, isn't it? Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, and, I, and that's I, naturally what. Sorry, go on. Please do. No, Go I was ahead. just saying the nat- I was just saying that the natural hair um movement, if it's a, if it's a movement, I don't know. I think it's a struggle. I think there's two sides to not cutting your hair and, and growing it out. I usually uh-huh. link cutting your hair to like a change. Someone that cuts their hair is going through something and they just want a complete change of something, especially women. They just want transformation. Um, but the hair is so significant whatever you do to it it's so significant Um, but it's like what you said um, about embracing it embracing the growth embracing (laughs) the naturalness of your hair Um, because I think once we're able to embrace the naturalness then the ease of growing it kind of comes along if that makes sense yeah because then you don't see it as a struggle. Yeah, it comes naturally. You don't see it as a struggle. You just see it's an extension of me. Like you said, the tree grows up. It's an extension of me. How it grows out of the roots is how it grows out of the roots, just like the colonisers. They don't have that issue. They just grow out of their roots and they're so 
such the standard but now I think that is kind of changing with move with things like this grow your afro hair is is the the standard is changing because Mm -hmm. we're the ones that have to make the change absolutely we are all right so um all right we're gonna go to a quick break all right and then we'll come back on the other side and just um find out a little bit more about yourself and how we can actually become a part of the movement okay so stay, (coughs) stay on the line and we'll be with you in five okay we'll do sure thing rainbow thank you okay Merchant ships Minutes after they took I From the bottomless pits But my hand was made strong By the end of the Almighty We forward in this generation Triumphantly Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Emancipate yourselves from mental slavery None but ourselves can free our minds have no fear for atomic energy Cause none of them can stop the time How long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing these songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Redemption songs yourselves from mental slavery none but ourselves can free our mind oh have no fear for atomic energy cause none of them cannot stop at the time how long shall they kill our prophets while we stand aside and look yes some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Is all I ever had Redemption songs All I ever had 
songs of freedom songs of freedom Okay, so that was the sounds there of Bob Marley and the Wailers' Redemption Song. And you chose that song, didn't you, Ara? I did, indeed. And what, what... You know, just for this line, how long shall they kill our prophets? Yeah. While we stand aside and, and look, look, yes, watch, wait. Mm. What, what are we doing, everyday people? <laughs> And that's, like I said, I class myself as an everyday, ordinary person. Yeah. I'm no huge scholar. I'm no academician, nothing like that, right? I'm mm. an everyday person. So I get the sense that we've got to do something in our everyday lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that connects us with each other every day. Yeah, and Lolita, she says that here was a symbol of a person's identity in pre-colonial African society and it's very true because when we look I have a friend she's got some books of uh, the very very old photographs and each tribe had an identity didn't they Um, each Mm -hmm. you know person within African society that was you know we didn't necessarily have afro some tribes did but then they more Mm -hmm. plat didn't they they more braided Mm -hmm. in that sense as well Mm -hmm. you know so it, it was a symbol then and it is a symbol now, I would say. What are your thoughts on that? Well, absolutely. My dad, if if, if I bring in a, a personal experience, mm. my dad was adamant as growing up, as girls growing up, never to cut or relax our hair. Right. Right. And that to me as a child, I mean, I thought nothing of it then. Mm. And the adult women around myself, around me, um, thought nothing of it to relax my hair mm, mm. When, I, when I was a teenager. And mm. of course, then later on, I had to keep that up. <laughs> relax yeah. her up, you know what it's about, yes? And and I've done all sorts of all sorts with my hair, not as extravagant as I see other people do, but mm-hmm. between now, between then and now, yeah. and between since I, I decided again to absolutely just do nothing else with my hair, other than let it be natural. Yeah. Groom it, look after it and and, and keep it in, in good looking Condition. order. But mm. keeping it natural. Mm. Yes. I mean there was a time when I had um my hair in it locked for uh, near ten years. Mm. Yes. And it was beautiful. I loved it. I loved the experience of having my hair in, in locks. Mm. Yes, and now it's just loose, natural, and I plait it or I conro it or I cockscrew it, put it in a little, mm. you know, just do whatever I feel I can do with it naturally. So, how do you think we yes. can encourage people to join the movement? Is it? Would you call it a movement? Would you well, call it that? What would you call it? it? I, I, I call it everyday living. Okay. Really. You okay. know, and, and, and yes, it is a movement in weaving in the 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 memory and the the talking about and the calling to to our awareness mm. and getting to learn about those men who were assassinated monthly, this month Patrice Lumumba, next mm. month. I mean, some men are more well known than others. Yeah. 
Yes, like our Martin Luther King, our Malcolm X, our, you know, Morris Bishop. Mm. Our, and the, I, I show, I'm sure we can fill the whole year, each month, with, with another people. African man who was assassinated. And yeah. I mean, that's just the beginning of the conversation. The conversation mm. can be in so many different ways that the, the people who supported them, the women who supported them, the women who were killed, the children who were killed along with it all, you know? So it's, it's, it's recalling that as well, together with the hair growth yeah. that will connect us from the Caribbean to the UK, to the US, to the continent of Africa. Mm, so listeners... You know what I mean? Yeah, let me just put it out to the listeners. So listeners, how do you feel about growing your natural hair, no clippers, no scissors, but there's no obligation that you have to do it. But obviously we could possibly remember our fallen heroes that were assassinated in solidarity with each other. So how would you go about um, joining in on this grow your, your Afro hair natural in memory of our African brothers? Would you be up to doing that? Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Come on, join us in the chat room. So, Ara, we're looking yes. at Patrice Lumumba and you've spoken of some Correct. others. So we're hoping to do this like on a monthly basis, aren't we? Of Absolutely. Um, speaking. It, it... Yeah. Continue, sorry. Oops. Oh, we've just lost, we've just lost Ara. What we'll do is we'll try and get her back online let's see hello we'll try and get her back we're back oh we're back okay so um just to read some of these um comments uh lolita says our hair grows up to the heavens no other hair type does that as well as a movement resonated with me as a south african who knew how many freedom fighters died in police custody wow that's uh, yeah, and that was another thing, wasn't it? We looked at uh, the the oh, what's his name again? He's gone out of my head. South African leader that became president. Oh, Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. And his wife. What was his wife's name? Um, I can't remember. His, even remember his wife's name. I always forget it. Winnie. Was it Winnie? Winnie, Winnie Mandela. Mandela. Yeah. Winnie Mandela. That's right. So she kind of fought alongside him. You said there were the men, but there were also the women. Mm that had to stand in solidarity for the men that they were supporting. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, there is like, like we said, we'll go in and speak one, one a month on the days or close to the days that these ones passed away and learn a little bit more. And it's so wonderful to learn our history, isn't it? Mm. To know our history, to, to learn about these new people. And thank you so much for introducing us to like Rodney Walter. Is it um, Rodney? Yeah, Walter Rodney. Walter Rodney. Walter yes. Rodney. Yeah. What? What a man! What a mind! Yeah, and his yeah. book is when, when, very good book. It's 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 such an inspiration of a book, mm. and and his writing, like I said, it, it, he really wrote for everyday people because mm. his struggle, he realized, was for everyday people, right? And hence the reason why, with the grow your hair, grow your our hair movement. It's, it's us everyday people in our everyday roles, wherever we are, doing something that we all can do. Mm, definitely. Yes, um, naturally. And one thing we can do is grow our hair, right? 
one thing we can do is grow our hair. It's, it's as yeah. natural as breathing. Exactly. Yeah. So- we don't lose anything, but have everything to gain. For every inch that grows, we have something to remember. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. and and then calling to mind, and and that is historical, but that is also very current. Yeah. Right. I say that as well because there's always mystery around the disappearance of 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 individuals. Mm. Yes, and 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 what happened, and why it happened, and who did it, and and so on and so forth. But all that's by the by. Mm. What we really want to focus on is the life of the person. You yeah. know, what what was his fight? What was his work? What was his life? And not forget it for one second that their life, that the work and the fight was for us. Mm, yeah. Was for us. I mean, like I said, I was born on the island of St. Lucia. Guyana, I consider, is in our backyard. And I had not heard of Walter Rodney until last year. Mm. And I read his book and I was like, whoa. I could only read it in bits mm. at a time. And I've recommended the book over and over. And and my friends have, have given me you know, reviews and raves about the book. One one really good friend of mine said she was terribly moved mm. reading the book and totally surprised because she'd heard of all the other, she'd, she'd say this to me, she'd heard of all the other freedom fighters, but she'd never heard of Walter Rodney. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so she was very pleased that she, that she read the book and it opened her eyes and it's going to open the eyes of everybody who reads it. Cause I think it was written for, for everyday people. Like I said, if we look at Walter, Walter Rodney's life, he was an everyday man for everyday people mm. struggling to realize who they are and their potential on, yeah. on a world scene. Full potential. But he, he too was assassinated. Yes, and we will talk about yeah. him at some point, won't we? Yeah. We won't talk about him exactly because this month's Patrice, this yes. month's for Patrice Lumumba, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so... <laughs> where can we kind of reach you, catch you, and um, explore the the topic a bit more? Where can we find you? Wimbo, I find you. You don't find me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because by I know I know we find people people find each other now on social media and my social media presence is yay slim. Mm. Yes, I'm 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 not on on what's the uh, Instagram Facebook. I used to have a Facebook account which has been a long time ago um, cancelled and so on and so forth. The same for Instagram and so on. The the, the extent of my of my social media presence now is whatsapp okay and when that flunks that will be me so to be honest you can always get hold of i'm sure through um the station or just dm myself uh at wimbo 77 on instagram and i'm sure we can continue or ara you can contact her we'll put her email into the chat box as well if that's all right with you, Ara, would it? Is that that's okay? brilliant, yeah. yeah. Yes, I do email. Email is, is still in. Um, yeah. <laughs> as much as a lot of people think it's 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 like 19th century. but no. Oh, no, email so, is yes. very important. It's extremely important to have those contacts. And um, we will definitely further this conversation um, at a later date. You did want to um, Lolita to join us, but possibly would can do that next time because we have run out of time on this interview. But like we said, we will be interviewing you um, once a month up until August, right? 
Ara? We could do that. We yes. can do that, definitely. Awesome, awesome. So we're going to go to a break. Please stay on the line and um, we'll see y'all in five.
sounds of D Denise Williams. With Black Butterfly. And that was another song requested by Ara. And thank you so much, Ara, for joining us this evening. We, um, time is really limited and we could have really spent a lot more time on that call. But Ara will be joining us once a month to discuss our fallen heroes, our ones that have died, our brothers that died in memory or that were assassinated. Our lives were cut short in solidarity with each other for us. All right. So the movement is to grow your our Afro hair natural in memory of our African brothers who were assassinated and in solidarity with each other. So how will you do that? Will you grow your hair? Pele, or is it, Pele said that, hello, all, I'm already doing mine. We need to embrace our natural roots. And we so agree with you there, Pele. And I know so much people these days that are going natural because that is the one and only way to go. So naturally, Lily, going back to our question at the top of the hour, Okay, we've been Does age make a difference? Yeah. Your points, what do you think? Does age make a dis difference when it comes to the matter of relationships? Yes, it does. Okay. And it's funny because I posted this on my Instagram mm. and had a very interesting conversation with someone about it. They um, private messaged me. Yeah. And they were making the point that they were someone they knew they had a, fr a friend who had posted a picture of themselves and another it was a guy i was speaking to and another young lady um in the picture and he had just sent like a, a nice like eyes like to say oh she's she's cute mm. um and then her friend his friend um is almost trying to set them up okay but he found he knows that this person is older than him and he's not, he's not, he's young, but he's in his thirties. And he made the point that for him, he would not go for the older woman. She'd think she was like a year or two years older. No, she wasn't. He's in his thirties. She was 41. Um, and he made the point that he wouldn't go for her because she's older, because he knows she's more than likely got children and okay. things like that. And he wants to have his own family and he's not, one of those people that wants to have a ready-made family. At her in her forties, though, that's that's quite a large gap for a woman as well. I mean, women Not, can have children yeah. in their forties, but would she want to? Yeah, that's exactly. Question, exactly. So it? that's the point yeah. he was making. He was saying that the friend was really going for it, and he he said at first I I was really trying to just gently get the message across, but then mm. it got to the point where he said, "Look, she's older. She most probably has children already, um, and I want to have my own children." Yeah. Um, it's not going to work, basically. And the friend got a bit offended. Okay. He said he, that she started acting all funny. But I understand it from his point of view, because as a man, yes, some men don't mind going into ready-made relationships mm. and being a stepdad families, to children. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there is also that desire as a man to want to have your own children. Start fresh. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what he was saying was that obviously he doesn't look, think there's anything wrong with the age gap or mm. going for someone older. But in his case, he would prefer to go for someone closer to his age. Okay. And maybe a bit younger. 
Yeah. Um, because of what he wants, he because of the fact that he wants a family and things like that. So one thing there in that situation is we should be quick to matchmake and put people yes. together because it's not really our right yes. to do that matchmaking no we might think oh that one it's none of our business yeah let people kind of gravitate maybe if you're having a party and you invite these people and they they naturally gravitate, gravitate to, to each other that's fair enough but this matchmaking business mm-mm, just don't get involved yeah as well as um, this article it was last up- updated actually two days ago about the age gap relationships can be complicated but so is judging them as well yeah so we're not there as judge judge and jury but Chanel Taylor, she made a point about young people. So the age gap is, we, do you remember the one we looked at, the man that would, was possibly grooming the young woman? She had children. Yeah, and, and she I married. know another one. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you about that in a minute. So yeah. in that instance, is it right? Mm. Is, it, is it okay? Whereas I guess that woman 30 and a guy 40, they're old enough to, yeah. to make their own decisions, right? Yeah, I think... When you have it, I don't think it. Ma- I think the age gap does matter, mm. but with maturity comes a different sense of understanding what you want in a relationship. So if you are in your thirties, even your late twenties, you kind of know what you want out of life. Mm. Um, you're at a certain point most of the time where you kind of can see where you're heading. You may not be there yet, but you can see career-wise, life-wise, where you want to head and where you want to be. I know. And I, I, that's male and female back both ways. Yeah. Woman older than the man, man older than woman. It, I, it does, to me, it doesn't really matter. Um, what does matter is I was speaking to someone on Sunday. Funny that this is our topic for the week. And um, they was telling me about a two people who were married. They got married when the man was 56 and she was 19. Wow. The man had children already. Okay. Um, Did he want any more with her? Nope. Said oh, to no, her they're not having any unfair, children. Isn't it? That's unfair. And um, has stipulated that he must be fed by six o'clock and they need to be in bed by 9.30. But this is the bit that got me, mm. uh, with other things, but this is the bit that got me. She didn't know that he had been married twice previously until after they got married. Mm-mm. Were the wife still alive? I don't know. But the fact that as well they got married i know they got married at 19 she was 19 mm. they would have been together from when she's about 16 17 that's a grooming relationship wow well uh, peter bowler puts it really lovely he says he does say it depends on maturity he definitely says, the thing is if at my age of 53 if i settled with a woman who was 25 you said this one was 19 right mm. And she at first loved me more than anyone and changed her feelings at 29, wanting to experience the world and date more. To be honest, the blame lays with me mm. as I did those things and should realise she may want to do to mm-hmm. to and go and get into this, this situation. It would be my fault for doing so if she wants out, partly hers, but more so mine. That's just how I feel. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Because yeah. when you are at a certain age, mm. even with a 35-year-old getting married to a 23-year-old, for example, yeah. that age gap isn't wrong. Mm. But when you are early 20s, you don't have a clue yeah. of what you want. Especially when you're 18. 18 when you're young, you 19. haven't 
got a clue. Mm. Mm. Even when you're 30, you don't have a clue. <laughs> you wow. have a little bit of an understanding, isn't it? But... And do they work, these older, younger people relationships? I mean, this article, it says that they don't know any happy relationship that isn't odd. Yeah. So all we all have our quirks within relationships, Definitely. right? But then it says add a 13-year gap, age gap, into the mix and it doesn't make things more normal. That's for sure. But in that this person's case, they, it hasn't made the relationship more difficult either. So mm. it's kind of working for them. It says, what does make things tricky is that sometimes quizzical, sometimes a ghast gaze that still follows us around the room, across the table or into the comment section, even in 2022. Yeah. And I mean, back in the day, back, back, back in the day, it was all right for an older man to have, look at Hugh Hefner, for but instance. But that wasn't all right. But that in was some overlooked. Cases it was. It wasn't all right. It was overlooked. It wasn't all right. All those older men that, in my opinion, groomed the younger women. I'm not talking about young people like from 16, that, that age. That's young. I'm talking yeah. about these women that wanted to go to the Playboy Mansion. But he, they weren't in a relationship with him. Right. That was a lifestyle. Okay. They wanted to so go into a lifestyle. It's different. Right. Hugh Hefner was, yes, most probably having quite a relations with mm. most of them but it wasn't them going into a relationship with it well yeah it was kind of but it was a, a lifestyle okay. to be a a, a bunny, a bunny. Yeah. they were getting something out of it okay in the sense of fame and money and stuff but like do that. So we i think we mentioned this before about getting something out at the woman last week about the money situation Mm. Isn't this still similar? I'm sorry, I'm fully judgmental. If you're marrying a 56-year-old woman, a man, and you're 19, he needs to be very well-established. Okay, that's fair enough. But this man wasn't. But most women would go with a more well-established older man, right? but if you're 19, if you're young, you don't know what life has in... You don't know what to expect from life. Everyone has this idealistic view of life. And we're talking about it from an older man and younger woman but it can but even the other way ways, around yeah apparently um jada pinkett smith with one of the jojo one of the ones uh, he passed away and he was a lot younger than she was he passed away yeah i can't remember one of the rappers tupac not tupac it wasn't oh. tupac it was a young person and she was an older woman and they apparently she had seems to like young men because she was also with august alcine and he's much younger than her See, so they had a, a situation ship, yes, as they called it. Yes, so we know that it can swing both ways. So we're going to look at it, for, um, not just from a male woman point of view, but from both ways. And again, like it says, it's none of our business, really, is it? Whether, you know, this age gap relationship can work with amongst people, but they will be judged and looked down upon. But is it for us to judge? Is it us to make that judgment? Once they're what are your thoughts out there listeners 07895134713 let us know 07895134713 I don't think it's judgmental when you are concerned about the relationship like for example if you was the parent of that 19 year old Mm. obviously you don't want to do anything to kind of push them apart Mm. but It'll push the the your child away from you, but I'd be having strong conversations with the dude or the lady. Mm. Like, why are you who, who has children older than my child 
interested in my son mm. at your big old age? What can you give him in his life? It's quite funny you saying that because when we were younger, one of my siblings, there was some old haggy woman oh, and gosh. he was dealing with her. And we, we did give her hell. We we literally, and because I was only at that young at age, time, you do it with a right. <laughs> <Is that laughs> you had about five kids and oh, no. whatnot. And it's just like, no, what, what are you looking for in this woman? And yeah. what are you giving to that woman? Because you was only about 17. Yeah. And her with her five kids. And... Do you know what I mean? I just... You can only think... Like, if... Hmm. It's tough. Even if they were a bit older. I know of a, Kate, I know of a couple as well. She, uh, she was 31. Or she is 31. And he's 70-odd. And they've just had a child. Wow. So he probably won't live to even see that child grow old. Which, that, isn't that a bit selfish? Because then that well, child's going to... I mean, we, I know we all. How is that selfish? I don't she know. It. It's like no. I mean, for the child, the demand for the child. I don't know. I, <laughs> do you know what? There's so much that goes through my head when I think about these situations because I think of that child growing up, and that when they're ten, their dad's going to be over eighty. But we know that anyway. That that happens in a lot of um, cases, regardless. Some older parents having children probably trying for a long time throughout their life, and no, then he they had finally kids got already. pregnant. But, I mean, we can't look at it in that way. It's still their father, isn't it? Regardless of how old your parent is. The fact is that... No, I'm talking if... about the loss. When that when that parent goes... But that parent could go at any time, Molly. She can't really... I know, but know, the, the older they are... Time. I know, but the older they are... Yeah. A, a, a small child is not going to understand the concept of age. Mm-hmm. So a small child is going to be, obviously, you know, any parent, your parent can go at any time, but they knowingly went into this. In love. Knowing that. I don't think And not, not, and not, yeah, you know, we're talking about this age gap difference, but you can lose your parents at any time. I know, but I'm just, I'm sorry. You, you. When you are past a certain age, I do feel like there's a point where you have to be like, do you know what? Maybe it's not for me. Why? Because it's not fair on the child. I know that you can be a 24-year-old parent and you could pass away and the child will be young and then you've still gone. I know that. But that's an unexpected occurrence. That's not your almost... Your almost a centurion and then you're bringing children into this world knowing that you've most probably got it's just the fact that you're almost a centurion and you you got the energy to to do that you know what I mean but that's for another day um what are your thoughts out there listeners is it all right this age gap difference let's look at what some of the guys on Facebook have said and like George Gay said that in question to what you just said there age is only a number Mm. if you are compatible have much in common and mature enough then nothing beats a failure but a try yeah Mm. and that's we all have our own opinions really and it it all boils down in most of these answers to maturity yeah maturity is the key yeah however don't be shocked if they leave you for a younger person if you're much older later, yeah, or after the honeymoon period is over, mm-hmm. 
So do we all have a honeymoon period? I think there's yeah. a honeymoon period in everything. So, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's a matter of working hard at something to make it work. What do you think, Leish? No, I think it boils down to what most people have said, maturity. Yeah. You can't expect, <clears throat> like what um, the gentleman said in the beginning, if mm. I'm 53 and I go for a 25-year-old, part of the blame lies with the fact that I've lived those experiences mm. and actually there is going to come a point where some of those experiences that counterpart is going to want to experience. Yeah. And if you're past the age that you can do those things together, they may go and find someone else to do that with. Yes, part of the blame is on them because like you said, you want to work at it, but partly no, because you as an older person knew or should know Mm -hmm. what the possibilities are going to be. Yeah. And I mean, I was just thinking of your 80 year old dad or older man with this 30 odd year old woman. And she's like, babes, let's go to the club. You can't go to happen, is it? Is it well, maybe he frame? can. <laughs> maybe he can. <laughs> take a Zimmer frame with him and just be on the dance floor bopping. Pops, You're not going to want to do that, with, are you? With his suit and his top hat. You yeah. never know. So, maybe he's young at heart, but I mean, how much younger can you be? Maybe he's matching her by he's he's about forty in his head, right? So that's what keeps him ticking over. Maybe and keeping him virile and strong, having a younger person by their side. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maturity. And George says it depends on the gender and their financial position. Like what you just said there, they've mm-hmm. got to if it's a woman and she's um, with a guy, he's got to be supporter in that sense it's a bit like that last week but would we say that the other way around if it was a woman See? and she was with a younger man yeah because you would you would say yeah. oh i'm established i'm gonna help you get established now yeah. as a woman yeah but when you're a woman you don't really want to be teaching no one nothing as you get older you don't want any more children if you've had kids to then have don't to go no for more. an 18 year old yeah. this is what i'm saying it's like yeah with it's almost more accepted when the man is older because of stereotypical relationships and mm. how society see younger women with older men. Fine. But let's be fair, there's some sense in that. There is some sense in it. You can't be a grown woman. I'm talking grown like in your 40s. Have your children. You're done having your children. You get with a 22 or a 25 year old and he's like, yeah, babes, I want to have some on my own. Really? But that's how Stella got her groove back, Leish. But they weren't popping out no more kids. That's a great film, by the way. Um, Angela Bassett, how Stella got her groove back. And again, it's a young, older woman with a younger man. And she's like, oh, no, I can't do this. You're a young boy, you're a young boy. She couldn't get it out of her head that he was a young boy. But she fell in love with him. What can you do in that situation when you fall in love with somebody? Then you've got to give them the kids. You've got to give them the children if they want them then. Because that would that would be what would be the for a woman most of the time. Yeah, that would be what the a downfall downfall would be. Yeah. Now I told you I don't want no children. Mm. And for the man, Where, what would where's be the, the downfall? where's the middle? Where's the middle ground? What would be the downfall for the man? I don't think there is a, a downside for men unless she she wants to upgrade and sees a younger model. Because yeah. sometimes when you can't get old. And it, it ain't no use to you. You've got to go and get an upgrade, isn't it? Yeah. So that might be the only reason in her situation. Yeah. Well, beautiful people. Who knows? Who knows? Um, 
it's a I guess it's a life uh, long question. It's something that will continue down the, the the ages. And what can we say? We can all have our opinion on things, but we don't sit there in judgment. And it's down to the two people who are in that actual relationship. To deal with it's it. up to them. Mm. That's all we can say. As for the grooming and the starting younger, I don't know if I agree with that. And that is wrong. It's wrong. But we saw a film. We saw a film the other day. And the, apparently the girl came on to the fellow and she was 16. But as it unfolded, he was a bit of a rogue. So maybe he did groom her but even when you're 16 a girl's coming on to you mm. be a grown man and say no yeah yeah that's true very very because that is not an excuse oh she came on to me mm, okay <laughs> yeah yeah because in a court of law that's not going to hold up is it no if especially if she was at statutory younger than mm. statutory age she came on to you yeah but she is not mentally competent enough to know she is competent enough to know what she's doing, but does she understand the consequences of her actions? Mm. You do. Yeah. As a grown, and vice versa, young boy, old, I do know of a 26 year old that got pregnant by a 14 year old. Fully should go to prison. Wow. Wow. Unacceptable. Yeah. Because the young boy would be like, oh yeah, I got a cougar. Oh, got a cougar. They see it as exciting. This is what people do. They see it as exciting. He's snatched up this older, mature woman with five kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, you Did know. You really, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's I what they that. see. It's an achievement. Yeah. Well, beautiful people, we have come very close to the end of the evening. We're going to play, um, go to a quick break. And then we're going to give you our, our book. If we can find it. I've been looking around the studio for it. I can't see it at the moment. And um, yeah, we've spoken on a lot of things tonight. We've spoken on um, facts that are shocking that we maybe don't know about, that are things that are happening in the world right now. And our word of the day, winsome. Learning, have you ever heard that word before? Winsome and how to use it. No one's um, texted in or phoned in as regards to our competition. So that will just keep running. And um having ara thank you so much ara for coming on and speaking on growing your our afro hair natural um for the next eight months just that's no cutting no scissors no clippers no blades no obligation though no registration fee or kit necessary just simply grow your hair for the next um for the year next eight months till august and see how you go on with that um, really in solidarity for our African brothers who were assassinated and who looked out for us to give us a brighter future, as well as, yeah, age gap, the difference, does it matter? We know that it can be complicated, but it's not for us to judge if we see someone in an older, younger relationship. We just got to let people get on and do what they got to do. So naturally, Lily. Any thoughts there? What what have you found for us? I thought he was gonna play. Oh, shall I play? Let me go to the adverts and we'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. Well, we work so hard. Work so hard. Time to celebrate. Celebrate. Let all voices raise. The bounty is great. Celebrating excellence, diligence, competence. Who is for integrity, responsibility, accountability? Make me feel the world. Everybody dance, dance, swing, sing, hey! This 
on entertainment services? Well, look no further. Contact exclusive for all your professional entertainment services such as karaoke events, DJ and sound system services, audio ads and jingles, music on CDs and USB sticks. Get your personal mixtapes, graphic designs, also radio promotions and more. That's right. Contact exclusive at 758-520-2517 for your first class services. Satisfaction guaranteed. Rock and groove to American R&B artist Kenya Morris as she gives you a wicked reggae track, Unforgettable, on one of the most unforgettable reggae beats. Kenya Morris, truly unforgettable. Get it on iTunes. Check her on YouTube. Or do the IG thing. If you knew the love I have for you, Kenya Morris, unforgettable. This is Eminem. This your boy Kanye West. What's up? What's up? This is Jay Z. Hottest news. The hottest DJ. At All Flavors Radio. So we have come very close to the end of the evening. And we just want to give a shout out to all of the DJs on allflavorsradio.com. Tomorrow you can catch DJ Charlie Muir from 7 till 9, as well as Darnell, the therapist. Please, please, we ask you to check the schedule and see who is playing live on any given night. And also shouting out George Flavors and DJ Nigel. You can catch them on a Sunday, a Sunday and a Saturday evening so please feel free to check the schedule and you can catch them there so naturally lady what have we found in our book absolutely nothing so <laughs> not today okay what have we found more than other more than any other time in history mankind faces a crossroads one path leads to despair and utter hopelessness the other to total extinction let us pray we have the wisdom to choose correctly Excellent. And that's a bit in line with what we were speaking about, really, isn't it? Yeah. When it comes to being in um, solidarity and that natural hair. It's not movement because we all have natural hair, don't we? When you think about it. And it's just a matter of embracing us and the oneness of us Mm. personally and loving the skin that we live in. And the hair that comes out of our head. And the hair that comes out of our head. Like I said, it grows up to the heavens. All right. And did you know that our hair is like an extension of our nervous system? Yes. And the Native Americans, a bit like um, Ara, what she was saying about um, having so much meaning behind it. Mm. The Native Americans also put a lot of strength in the hair. That's why when they used to... um, get prisoners and things like that they would shave their head yeah and a, and another thing that the colonizers did was shave, shave their head because that was their sense of power of, of, yeah. of you know terrible isn't yeah. it so let's get it back let's get back what belongs to us and we've had all these um words come come through hello arimoram how are you it says daddy mummy issues avoid them go call your mum. oh this is to in line with the older younger um, relationships mm. um, and sort it out not them sugar daddies 
or pedos okay <laughs> all right <Ari> Morum. <laughs> and um oh my screen has just gone blank there the computer the internet seems to be playing up we do hope that you can hear us and i guess we have come to the end of the evening naturally lily so all we have guess we have less to say shall i say that again all we have all we have left to say is hold on <laughs> one minute Oh, everything's just going on. Everything's just going crazy. Is yours? We will see y'all on the other side. Take care. i <laughs>